Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with host Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101, surviving your first year. The show that will not only help you survive, but thrive in your first year. Our mission is to find and pass along knowledge to new drivers that will make them the safest drivers on the road and provide a firm stepping stone into a successful career. Our show is not just for new drivers. It is also an outlet for experienced drivers to share their knowledge. If you have a question, a comment, or a topic, please press 1 and we'll get you on the show. We can talk about safety, managing your finances, living on the truck, hours of service, compliance, or anything else you want to talk about. We also have a Facebook page, so go check us out. It's Trucking 101 on Audio Road. Go over to Facebook and give us a like. Okay, we are back after two weeks off. Uh, Sorry about that. Matt was, you know... Wanted everybody to be able to focus on that if they wanted to, so we canceled because of that. And then, believe it or not, last week I did not have a telephone signal call and do the show. But we are back. So, tonight's topic is cooking on the truck. We're going to have recipes for you, even that you can do as a company driver, and we want you to share your recipes. So let me bring on my co-host. Oops, that was the wrong way. Here we go. Okay, Russ Morgan. How you doing tonight, Russ? Uh, I am vertical and just done eating. Mm. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, and uh, what's weird is I actually did not cook in the truck tonight, which uh, if anybody's been listening for a while uh, knows that's kind of unusual. I mean, uh, usually at this time I'm cooking. So, right. um But, yeah, cooking on the truck, um, uh, you know, and I don't know why people are afraid of doing this. You know, way back when I was a company driver, um, I got, and I'm sure everybody's seen them in the truck stop. If not, go look down the gadget aisle in the truck stop. And it looks like a man's lunchbox and um, plugs into 12 volt. And I had uh, I had two for sure. I may have actually had three of them in the truck at one time. But I made just about everything under the sun um, in that because they heat up to 300 degrees. So, I mean, if even if I just wanted to warm up a can of a soup, a can of chili, whatever, make something simple in there, it was easy to do. And then, of course, I like to cook. I like to eat. So, um, you know, I made uh, Caribbean jerk chicken. I made cornbread. I made jambalaya, um, roasts, um, Baked chicken. I, I mean, I could probably go on and on and on. And I'm sure uh, if I can't remember all of them, Vicky could come on here and tell you know some of the things that uh, that we made on the truck. Uh, and I always loved springtime. Um, was able to hit some of the little farmers markets and uh, uh, get fresh vegetables. Uh, so I mean, I may you know have a steak or uh, some chicken in there, and then. Uh, and another one, have fresh vegetables steaming, you know, throw a little water in the bottom, have them all cut up and steaming and maybe a, a seasoning on top of it. And, um, you know, um, they've got a meal for, you know, basically a little of nothing. Um, I, um, when I was training, I mean, I could, I could actually, now of course food prices were a little different, but I could usually feed three of us out on the truck. I mean, drinks, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, uh, everything. Uh, for about between eighty and a hundred bucks a week, and, and that was feeding three people. I usually had you know two trainees in the truck at the time. So yeah, it's extremely simple to do. There's plenty of gadgets out there to do it now. You know now I've got um, you know huge inverter and uh, APU on the truck, so I've got um, I've got grill, I've got a um, uh, electric skillet, I've got crock pot. Um, coffee maker i got you know just about anything i need in here to, to do almost anything i want to do i mean it's it's not uncommon for me to make um spaghetti except i usually do zoodles 
for the spaghetti. But, I mean, I can do that. I can do um, just about anything you can do in the house, you know, uh, you know, within reason. I mean, there's, you, know, you do have a couple of limitations. You know, I don't have running water and so on and so forth. But um, to give an example, I uh, actually made uh, ceviche in the truck. And I, don't, I don't know if you know what ceviche is, but it's uh, fish that's actually cooked with lime juice. So you don't even need um cook with uh the you know i take uh, about five or six fillets or well depending on the size of the fillets but several fillets and then um you know a couple handfuls of shrimp and uh i throw them in um fresh squeezed lime juice and uh let those sit in the fridge for about two and a half well about three hours or so and uh the fish will actually turn white i mean it looks like it's completely cooked and while that's going on I make a uh, uh, a homemade um, uh, what's a pico de gallo, um, you know, out of uh, you know fresh herbs, tomatoes. Uh, have you have you even thrown pineapple in it? Um, and uh, and for seasonings, there's some very good recipes if y'all want to try that. On believe it or not, on YouTube on uh, for ceviche that are um, uh, that are really good. And of course, I like to spice mine up, and I throw jalapenos and what have you in mine, but um, extremely simple to do, extremely. Um, so, you want to hear some recipes, or what are you looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned a whole lot of. Uh, Let's talk about how you make. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how to make them. You know, I just throw them together. No, it's. Well, um, before you start, uh, yeah, start, I, I, before you start, go ahead. Let me remind everybody on the phone right now. If you have your own recipes that you want to share, press one, and we'll get you on the show. Go ahead, Russ. So, um, back when I was still, well, before I got on the ketogenic diet, um, one of my favorite things was um, Caribbean jerk. And I don't remember, uh, I think Casey Masterpiece makes one and Lowry's makes one. Uh, but anyway, go down to Salsa where all the ketchups and all that stuff are. Um, I actually had, uh, uh, I used to do Caribbean jerk chicken, so I would get uh, Becky like chicken breast. So I would take and fill that little pot up with uh, chicken breast. Of course, I would actually line it with foil first. I didn't, you know, want to do all the cleanup, but um, or they actually make little foil tins that will fit in there. And don't buy them from the truck stop. Go to Walmart. I mean, you can get the little foil bread tins. They fit right in there, and they're about a quarter of the cost. Uh, but anyway, would toss that in there, and um, usually I'd have my uh, chicken marinating in a bag for. A couple hours, you know, I'd get up in the morning, I'd throw the chicken in the bag, I'd let it marinate for a couple hours, and then I'd dump the whole mess right in the pot and uh, have it cooking while we were going down the road. And then all I had to do was decide what I wanted to do with it. But, I mean, it's, it was that simple. Throw it in there, let it cook, and I don't remember the uh, cook time on that. Uh, I think I used to let it go for about two hours, hour and a half, two hours with the chicken because uh, I get to about 300 degrees. So, you know, a couple hours, I had a meal. Um Sometimes I would actually take and uh, poke some holes in potatoes, wrap them up in foil, and I had room I could actually sit them on top. So I could put a couple of baked potatoes in there. And then another one said I like to do a lot of vegetables, so I would cut up uh, zucchini, uh, squash, uh, maybe a little onion, uh, some uh, – <coughs> Uh, you know, just about anything you uh, you know you like, I'll take and chop a whole bunch of it up, throw it in a pan with a little, the same pan with a little bit of water, um, uh, maybe toss a little Cajun seasoning on top of it, or um, uh, you know even your favorite seasoning on top of it, and I would let that steam um, usually for about I don't know, let it run for about thirty minutes or so. Um, there was times I had it in there and let it, you know, I'd cut everything into big pieces and I'd let it go all day. You know, I had to drive and I'd let it go for a while. And of course I could usually reach the plugs. And if I thought it had gone long enough, I'd just reach over and unplug it. Um, roast, did all kinds of roast. Roast is real easy to do. I mean, I'd get the, <clears throat> go find me and, you know, find something that was going to, you know, kind of fit the pan. And it's not hard to find, you know, a nice small little roast, uh, season it up, you know, I'd, uh, garlic powder, uh, you know, if you like, paprika if you like you know salt pepper um uh sometimes fresh, a lot of times i did fresh garlic uh throw that on there uh cut up some onions uh potatoes uh carrots 
uh, maybe toss in a couple other seasons, you know, whatever favorite seasoning you have, uh, toss that in there and uh, um, and let that go. Cooks a little fast for a roast. I prefer a roast in a crock pot because, um, they, you know, they tend to come out a whole lot more tender. Uh, but, you know, it worked. Uh, and I even got some good roast to come out uh, pretty tender in that. Um, you know, and if you don't want to season something up, now in the grocery store, um, I, you know, I've seen them that have everything. Um, I mean, now have the potatoes, they have the carrots, they got everything you could buy in one little pack. So you, you know, then you don't have to worry about buying any of it. And a lot of it has even has the seasoning with it. Or you can buy a roast that's already been pre-seasoned or pre-marinated. Um, a lot of the pork roasts. Um, can't remember off the top of my head who makes the ones that I see in the stores all the time that are already pre-seasoned. But uh, um, there was one, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, it was apple or something. I don't know. Becky might remember. Maybe she'll fire me a text and tell me. Uh, but there was one um, pork roast that we used to get that was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I'd take and um, put it in a crock pot, and they make 12-volt crock pots. Uh, but I'd take and put it in a crock pot, and uh, I would take and put just a little splash of water in there I didn't, uh, on the bottom just to make sure it didn't burn or anything. And I took that thing on low. Um, at about noon, and um, let it go till about five or six o'clock in the evening, maybe seven, and uh, we'd stop and have a meal. Uh, of course, in one of the other pots, I'd you know have a baked potato go on or rice. Uh, we even did rice a lot, uh, even in the crock pot. Um, do rice, uh, get your water hot, and uh, what well, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember if we used a minute rice. Uh, regular rice. I, I think we used regular rice, but um, even if we had like gravy and stuff for our roasts or whatever that was in there, uh, we'd take and we'd turn the crock pot off. We'd throw our rice in there. We'd go out and play with the dogs for 20, 30 minutes, come back, the rice was done. Um, so uh, cornbread. Um, you can uh, go down the cornbread aisle, pick up uh, you know a box of uh, I used to get Jiffy cornbread mix. Uh, and then, of course, I always had eggs and stuff like that in the truck, and I think it calls for one egg. And uh, if you will double the milk that's on that little blue package, uh, it'll come out and it'll taste like a cake, and there's been absolutely no sugar added to it. But doubling the milk, like I said, it, uh, it'll come out the consistency of cake. And um, if you like a sweet cornbread, it, uh, it'll make a sweet cornbread or make it regular, and then it'll taste like you know regular cornbread. Or uh, um, I like mine hot, you know. Toss a couple of jalapenos in it, diced up. You know, you got a little jalapeno cornbread. Um, hey. Do what? I said hey. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't think I don't think we ever did a. I'm trying to remember if we ever did a cake going down the road. I could have. Um, but I mean, it's so simple to. Um. You know, find easy, you know, real easy recipes out here uh, that are extremely tasty and cost you, um, you know, nowhere near what it costs to uh, uh, eat out of the truck stop. I mean, you know, I went in there and got uh, chicken and a couple of sides and what have you, and, um, you know, it was over, I think it was like 10 bucks. Um, you know, I could have cooked a whole chicken here in the truck um, with, uh, you know, sides, green beans, carrots, whatever, uh, and, you know, been probably at 4 or $5 and fed uh, two or three people with it. So, um, surely you have a recipe. Uh, well, I had some really good success with some zoodles. Okay, so I was, this is not something you could do as a company driver. Uh, you'd have to have an inverter. Uh, you don't necessarily have to have to have an APU, but you have to have an inverter. So if you're working for a company that allows you to have inver- inverters, you can do this. But So some company drivers can do it, some can't. Uh I was introduced to Zoodles. I'm sorry, my dog is going nuts. Blue, stop. 
I was introduced to Zoodles uh, probably about five months ago. And, oh, my gosh, I thought they were the best thing on earth. And they're really easy to make uh, once you have that little thing, you know, that makes the zoodles into into the noodle. It was just like spaghetti, you know, with the with the meat and the meat sauce and, you know, spices and, and the zucchini, you know, made into noodles. It was amazing. I thought I was eating pasta. So when I got out on the road, I got to try the way you make it on the truck. Because you're not able to boil water. You basically just have to cook it in your fryer, which is good. I mean, they come out a little crunchy. They don't come out as soft as – they don't come out as soft as they do at the house because you boil them in water. Uh, so I said all that to say this. I got myself an in- – well, I didn't get it for myself. It was a gift, an instant pot. And what I did was – I took the uh, thing that you use to make the zoodles into noodles. They sell it at Walmart. I think they call it of a jetty. You can find it with all the kitchen stuff, you know, all the little gadgets back in the kitchen area. I got mine for like 10 bucks, a little medium-sized one. And basically you just take the zucchini, you stick it in there, and uh, spin the little handle, and it turns it into noodles. Okay, so you do that. You got some meat, some hamburger meat. Um, and some meat sauce. You can find some really good ones. I found one for like five bucks and only had like three ingredients in it. Uh, so something good like that. Mix that together, make your meat sauce. And with the instant pot, you fill it up with water. I used about four cups. Uh, I dumped all the zoodles in there. That would be the zucchini made into noodles. We call them zoodles. And I put it on manual for 10 minutes. And they came out so soft. I mean, I could barely get them all out of the pot. They were so soft. But it was delicious. It tastes just like it did when it was made for me at somebody's house. So I was I was very impressed with that. I, I was able to make zoodles just like you do at the house with the instant pot. So I would highly recommend that. Oh, yeah. I got a text from uh, that roast was called apple bourbon, that pork roast. And, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that thing, it, 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 absolutely amazing. But yeah, uh, yeah, your uh, yeah, your instant pot's a little bigger than my rice cooker. I, I um, I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage, you know, being able to do the noodles the way you do. Um, but I, well, I guess for me it would be all right. Well, I say for me it would be all right. I don't know. You you've seen the Jethro size uh, zoodles that I make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll barely feed too. Well, especially with me, no, it'll barely feed too. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, zoodles are definitely uh, uh, probably. I, I probably make them about once a week at least on the truck. Um, oh yeah. Another thing I like to do. The hardest part is just cleaning that. The hardest part is just cleaning that. Uh, I call it a zoodler. Uh, that's the hardest part, but you know it's it's not that difficult. You can figure it out. And uh, well, you've had the mild version of my cabbage um, that uh, I do out here on the road. Um, and I put up a video on Facebook of it. And you know what? I, don't, I have to look and see if I still have the fa- the video that I did on how to make that. Um, I don't remember if I did it on cooking in the truck. It may have been cooking in the truck that I put it up on. Uh, but it's real simple to do. I take a um, I take a cabbage. I cut it into four pieces, uh, and then either a actual olive oil, which you have to know what you're looking for because most olive oil is fake. But either actual olive oil, or I take uh, you know now I've got to where I use avocado oil, and I drizzle the avocado oil on there, and then. I um, hit it with a little garlic powder, and um, I hit it with a Cajun seasoning, and I hit it pretty heavy with a Cajun seasoning. Uh, then I, uh, depending on what all I'm cooking with it, but uh, sometimes I'll actually take and then start wrapping it in bacon, and uh, completely cover them in bacon. Or if I'm depending on how big everything is and what have you, sometimes I just lay the strips of bacon across it, um, and then I let that go for. About four to five hours on low, 
Uh, and like I said, turns out, like I said, a, you know, a really, really good meal, really tasty. Um, and believe it or not, it's actually a lot better the next day when I when I take it out of the uh, crock pot and if I put it in the fridge. And I guess all the spices and oils and everything get in there and make friends or something. But it is really good the next day. Take take it out and I'll reheat it. And, um, um, yeah, it is absolutely awesome. But a lot of times I'll take and um, uh, I'll throw – I may throw pork chops in there on top of it and uh, put them on low, you know, season them up with my favorite seasonings. Uh, uh, on those, usually use uh, fresh garlic and uh, – um, you know, like I said, whatever seasoning is kind of striking my fancy at the time, and toss all that on there and uh, and let it go. Now, if you are cooking in the crock pot in the truck, if you're cooking in the truck, period, I got a good suggestion for you. <laughs> um, put it under the bunk. My crock pot when I'm cooking and I'm going down the road, uh, it's got bands that hold the lid on. Uh, it stays under oh, the bunk. Kind of that way, I am. Tell everybody, tell everybody what kind of bands you use to hold your lid on. <laughs> uh, I use like a girl's hair rubber band. I got some you of the girls' hair rubber holder. bands too. The ponytail holder, exactly. Yeah. Actually, the crock pot I had before this had a huge rubber band that stretched all the way across. Um, but yeah, ponytail holders, uh, which. Like I said, got some of the bigger ponytail holders, and um, you know they they work for a while, and then you know they'll get old and what have you, and they pop. And but you know you <coughs> run down the hair aisle, and I don't remember what it costs, but I mean it's a little or nothing for a, a handful of ponytail holders. So and they work, you know, great. and I don't have to. Oh, it works great, and I don't have to worry. You know, uh, you know how smooth these trucks ride, and all these beautiful roads that we run up and down. You know, I don't have to worry about my lid flying off and, and uh, um, stuff going flying all over my truck. But anyway, yeah, I like to keep it under the bunk. That way, it, uh, that way the smell's not driving you uh, crazy all day because I have had it sitting on the floor. Um, and, you know, I pulled in the truck stop uh, and pulled the brakes and thought I was fixing to claw the hell out of the dashboard if I didn't get to some food. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that's the the only drawback is um, you know the you know smelling all the time. Not that that's but that's a drawback. I mean, smells absolutely awesome, but it, it you know uh, it'll make you hungry really quick. <laughs> so yeah, if mm-hmm. I want to get something cooked and not drive myself crazy, yeah, under the bunk. And you could I still get uh, I can still smell it a little bit, but it doesn't. It's not near as overpowering as. Uh, uh, when it's sitting, you know, out on the floor, and I can, uh, you know, and I can smell it. Um, I did have a, uh, <clears throat> and I would have loved to have found this guy's recipe. Um, I had a student on the truck, and uh, he wanted to make shrimp in the truck, and uh, he made a garlic herb shrimp on the truck, and I don't remember what else we had with it, and that stuff was just absolutely awesome. And the only the, – the drawback to that was we smelled it for the next five days. I finally had had enough of it. We pulled over, and we took everything out of the truck, and, I mean, we washed the inside of this truck. We sprayed it with all kinds of crap, we, uh, took all the bedding out, all the clothes, everything got washed. Because, uh, like I said, it was uh, very very Cajun, very spicy. Um uh, but that garlic smell, we could not get that garlic smell out of the truck. I don't know how much he used. I don't know if he used a whole bottle. I don't know. <coughs> um, I, matter of fact, I think he used fresh garlic. But <coughs> yeah, yeah. Be real careful cooking with uh, uh, if you have something that calls for, you know, for heavy, heavy garlic on the truck. Right. Uh, we actually have uh, we we got a caller on the line. She wants to share uh, Facebook pages for those wanting to cook on the truck. Gonna bring on Marianne oh. in Tennessee. Hi, Marianne. Doing. Doing good. How are you? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, cooking. I really like to cook in the truck. Uh, I have a microwave. I have a um, 
I don't have an Instapot, but I do have a Aroma rice cooker that does three-in-one. It's a slow cooker. It's a steamer. It's a, it's a rice cooker. Uh, you know, try and find appliances that do more than one thing. It's just very important because it saves on space. Yeah. And uh, I learned Absolutely. a lot of these things. I learned a lot of these things from a trucking page. Uh, there's two pages, um, depending on what personality you are. <laughs> There's a big truck cooking, and there's big trucks cooking. If you go looking for those two pages on Facebook, tons of ideas on how to cook in the truck and what appliances to put in your, you know, what appliances are are, are best. Uh, If you want a good review on what appliance does what, uh, you're always going to find somebody who has some opinion on that appliance in one of those pages or both of them. And uh, they have recipes. Uh, they'll show you how to arrange your stuff in your truck so it can be more efficient. Uh, the two the two Facebook pages are Big Truck Cooking and Big Trucks Cooking. The, the only difference between the two is an S. And they're very, very helpful. Thank you very much for bringing that up. I forgot about that. I should have mentioned that, but thank you. Uh-huh. And uh, those uh, keto, uh, keto, uh, uh, um, those people who are following the keto diet, oh, my God, there are, you know, there's there's uh, Jimmy Moore's uh, Living La Vida uh, Keto. I think it's Living right. La Vida Keto. He has a Facebook page. A Living La Vida about, Low Carb. Uh, there you go, that one. Yeah, Living La Vida Low Carb. And, uh, uh, I mean, there's tons of Facebook pages about cooking. And uh, yeah, this this is my favorite stuffing. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. It's just, uh, it's great. I love to cook in the truck. I've made I've made uh, chicken with with uh, you know I in my in my rice cooker. I'll put the chicken in the bottom, and with my little steam tray, I'll have a, a, a chicken breast on top. So I have the meal cooking, you know, both the side dish and the main dish at the same time with this rice cooker. And the right. juices of the chicken is flavoring the rice in the bottom. So you just add a little oh, yeah. salt to it and bam. You could do that with uh-huh. your uh, zucchini. You could do that with your zucchini noodles. Your zoodles as you call them. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing one thing that worries me about the zoodles is that you cook them too they cook too fast. If you cook them too right. much they'll they'll disintegrate. So if you're gonna cook zucchini noodles with your meats uh, wait till the very end. You know, like if you're, you're going to do spaghetti sauce or something, wait till the very end mm-hmm. and cook uh, your, your zoodles for the last five, ten minutes right. uh, before your, your, your sauce is ready. And they don't absorb yeah, well, absolutely. water. Yeah, absolutely. They will deliver them without nothing. No, they don't. Yeah, in fact, they let water loose. And what I like to do with zucchini is uh, stew it with tomato and... Uh, uh, my uh, version of calabaza uh, con pollo. I really like that. It's a Mexican dish. Uh, stewed Mexican oh. tomatoes with cabbage. Uh, stewed Mexican tomatoes. You know, it's a can of stewed tomatoes with Mexican sauce. And uh, your zucchini. And chicken. And you cook it until your chicken's done. Of course, it's chicken pieces, right? You know, your chicken breasts or your chicken thighs. I like chicken thighs better because, I don't know, the big chicken pieces you find at the grocery store are just so nasty. I don't like them. Chicken thighs are better, more juicier. Anyway, yeah. that's my two cents. Oh, thank you very that's much. I appreciate cents. you calling in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for what you're doing. All right. Okay. Got to go. All right. And also, there's another Facebook page um, that I'm also a member of. I'm a member of the two that she mentioned, and I'm also a member of Cooking on the Truck. That's another good one. Yeah, that's the one that I'm the member of that's Cooking on the Truck. Yeah, I didn't uh, – well, I had heard of the other ones, but I never did become a member of those. But, yeah, there, there's uh, constantly recipes going up. Oh, you're on it. Well, you know, I'm a member. Oh, 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 I thought you had something to say on – about it right then. No. No, it's a good it's a good Facebook page. They got a lot of good ideas. Right. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, matter of fact, I need to get on there and uh, and uh, you know, since my since my diet has changed, I yeah, need to come up with a couple of new things. Of course, it seems like I always come up with something new every week. Um, well, because I mean, you've seen how I like to cook. I mean, I, I'll hit the grocery store and go, all right, I'm buying this, 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 and I I just start throwing things together. Of course, some people yeah. can't cook that way. Um, you know, uh, some of my best meals have been. Hey, this sounds good. This sounds good, and just throwing things together, and um, I've come out with an awesome meal. Matter of fact, my daughters are still mad that I didn't uh, write down what I had done on a recipe from years ago uh, that turned out really, really good. You know, and and you know, I I had tried repeating it several times, and I've never made it come out like you know like it did the one time. So, right. and then. Uh, you know, we're talking about Facebook. We're talking about Facebook pages. Of course, we cannot forget to mention Destination House. That's another great Facebook page. It's not strictly for cooking on the truck, but that topic will come up from time to time. So that's a, that's a good page to to go out and like Destination Health. Oh, absolutely. I, as a matter of fact, I've seen uh, um, a few recipes pop up on that too. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, quite a few. Um, go ahead. I have another recipe that um, I don't know if I came up with this myself or I saw it somewhere. I don't know. But I just kind of did it one day. I might have seen it somewhere, so I'm not going to claim that I made it up. I don't know if you can do this in the uh, the lunchbox, but you'd have to tell me. So what I did was I took – I had a, a Ninja 4-in-1 cooking system. It's another thing where you have to have an inverter – but uh, you might be able to do it in the lunchbox. What I did was I took eggs and uh, set it aside. And then I took eggs and I sliced up avocado into little chunks. And I threw them in the, in the Ninja and, you know, let, it, let, them, let them cook up, let the eggs cook, let the avocado cook a little bit, and then throw the bacon back in there. And they, I guess it kind of made like a like a quiche, and then I would cover it and I let it cook for about ten minutes, and it came out like a a quiche consistency. Um, I call it hash, but it was it was eggs, <laughs> uh, bacon, and and sliced up avocado. And uh, after after it was done, I loved it. It was delicious. I made it all the time. I don't know if you could do that in one of those lunch bo- lunch boxes or not. Um, I, you know what? I never did try. Uh, I did cook eggs. Uh, in the lunchbox. Um, did that uh, several times. You know, I don't think I ever tried bacon in the little lunchbox thing. I don't see they get pretty hot and fairly quick. Uh, so if you had it, uh, you know, preheating and what have you. Uh, oh, another thing. Yeah, if you're gonna run those for any length of time, you want to fire that truck up. They do draw some power. Oh. Um, but um. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? That would be, uh, I kind of I wish I still had one, uh, you know, to try that. Uh, of course, like I said, I've got you know. Yeah, who knows? I might. Uh, I'm. I may try to grab one. Um, and I I know I ended up burning up a few of them over the years before I you know got to the owner operator side and could um, you know had big inverters and um, all the you know, different cooking equipment. Um, and of course, I, I have that aroma also that she's talking about. And yes, those are absolutely awesome. You, you know, put the you can have something in the little basket on top and something cooking on the bottom, and uh, and that works well. But you know, I kind of used to do something similar with that little lunchbox. And like I said, I you know, it wasn't uncommon for me to have two of them running in the truck while we were going down the road. Um, you know, I was you know absolutely amazed at um at what we could cook um in those things um uh, and how well they worked matter of fact i uh, um you know i well, i mean i used them every day yeah absolutely every day and um i even took one of them apart it quit working on me and i was hungry and pulled out my soldering iron and what have you and uh and fixed it so you know took it apart fixed it 
put it back together and uh that one eventually died but um yeah it's like i said for the company driver i mean as long as you've got the uh you know one of the coolers the, you know the coolers uh work fairly well i think they'll cool what is it 40 degrees above, uh, below ambient temperature um right yeah and that's i mean that's what i had in the truck i had one of those in the truck and uh, you know, for years. And matter of fact, uh, used to you could buy. Uh, matter of fact, you could probably still buy the parts. They used to sell them in the truck stops. But the little fan motor was usually the only thing that ever went wrong with those. And right. I used to be able to buy the replacement fan motor, and I would just fix it in the truck. You know, it took me, uh, you know, all of, uh, you know, maybe ten minutes to take it apart, put it back together. Uh, Real simple, just a matter of removing a few screws, taking uh, stuff out, and I mean, just pay attention to where the wires went, and um, you know, and put it back together. Uh, wasn't anything to it. Like I said, I'm sure you could still buy the parts. Um, uh, like I said, I haven't seen them on the truck stops uh, or the parts in truck stops in years, but I'm sure you can get them online or whatever. Uh, you know, if I was having to do that now, I would, uh, I would just keep the spare part. Because I know eventually that little yeah. motor is going to go out. So yeah, we had but, those uh, coolers all the time, and uh, we always kept a spare, spare little motor all the time. Yep, came in handy. Um, uh, oh yeah, and like I said, and absolutely no time, yeah, uh, no time to change it out. I mean, real simple to do, real simple to change it mm-hmm. out. So um, yeah, <clears throat> I was sitting here trying to think of any uh, of what else. Uh, that we used to cook. I, like I said, it's um, you know just a matter. Well, of, you know, don't be afraid to cook. Becky on the show. You want to see if we can uh, get Becky on the show? Maybe she can help you remember. Uh, I don't know. Are you gonna twist her arm? Well, I'm gonna hit the button. We're gonna see what happens. <laughs> we may hear the dogs. Becky, you're on the air. Yeah, you will hear the dogs because they're wild tonight. That's all right. <laughs> what what have I missed, cool. Becky? Surely I've missed something that that uh I used to make on the truck that you used to like. Um Well, for most company drivers, I guess that would you know, you pretty much covered it all. I mean, just about anything you can cook in a lunchbox stove. Uh we used to do stew, we used to do uh leftover roast and make like, you know, vegetable soup or stew. Um, that was always good one. I don't know if you did that one or not. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I used to make fajitas on there all the time, and that was really simple to do. Yeah. And another thing, uh, I don't know if you all mentioned it, you don't just have to have the indoor appliances. You know, summer's coming up. Go get a little grill. Cook outside. Oh, yeah. And that's what you used to do as well. You used to cook um, on – we used to pick a day when we were down for a couple of – hours or for half a day doing laundry or whatever i would do laundry russ would cook up a bunch of burgers a cup a bunch of chicken on the grill and then we could use it in you know different things throughout the week yep that oh uh, yeah i did a lot of uh propane grill yeah yeah uh a lot of companies don't want that little propane cylinder in the truck um, oh, okay. So, and I don't know, I don't know if there's a DOT issue. There's, I, I don't think there is. I don't know. I would have to go research. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I used to propane propane grill a lot. Uh, but I, uh, matter of fact, I was parked next to a driver here. Um, oh, last time I had my truck in the shop when I was over in Carlisle, uh, at our yard over there, and um. Uh, he had a, a just a really small charcoal uh, grill there, and he had uh, uh, he made chicken on there. He cooked, stay, you know, he uh, he he cooked for the week while he was sitting right there. Um, you know, bagged it all up, tossed it in his fridge, and um, he had one of the uh, he had one of the little lunchbox ovens to reheat everything in. Um, <clears throat> And now he did have the uh, uh, he left his he left his grill uh, there at the yard, um, 
but uh, he said uh, he said he used to carry it on the truck, and he said it to be he said he got to where he didn't like having to mess with it uh, on the truck all the time. But uh, it was small enough that I mean, there's no doubt I could have stuffed it somewhere on the truck, um, you know, up on the top bunk, or you know, I could have figured out a place to put it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was sitting there just. He said, you know, I very seldom meet out, and this is what I do. You know, usually one day I take and, you know, like she said, I do laundry and and cook. Another thing we would do is uh, usually during that day is uh, vegetables, fruit, whatever else that we were going to have on the truck, uh, we would get it cut up and put into bags and, and you know, and tossed in the cooler, uh, you know, Made it real simple, you know. I mean, if we wanted a snack or something like that, we wanted cantaloupe, we wanted whatever we wanted, uh, we would have it, you know, already cut up and um, tossed in bags and, you know, and in the fridge. Um, so we used to do a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of prep. Uh, you know, that way, you know, we uh, when we were tired at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's a matter of heating up something. If I wasn't, you know, cooking, then we could take and, you know, we had stuff already, stuff was already prepared, man. I could take and I could throw it in a, you know, throw it in the cooker and go. You know, throw it in the cooker, plug right. it in, we were ready. Yeah. Sounds like the dogs are getting yeah. wild. <laughs> yes, they are. I'm it's sorry. Really... No, it's all right. Dogs are, we love dogs. Everybody loves dogs. But it's really, really easy to cook on the truck, even as a company driver. Uh, Most people don't think that they can do it without an inverter, but you can. Yeah, and when you all were talking about cooking stuff for the week, I ran into, uh, I've run into actually a couple of Schneider drivers that would um, take stuff into the OC, like on a Sunday or whatever, and they'll um, grab a corner. And one of them had an electric skillet and something else and would do the same thing. They would cook a bunch of stuff while they were there um, using the electricity at the OC and then have it, you know, for the rest of the week where all they could do, you know, they could just walk into a microwave and and heat everything up. So where there's a will, there's a way. Uh, If you want Mm -hmm. to eat. You know, out of the truck, even if you're a company driver with no inverter, you'll find a way to do it if you're motivated to do it. Mhm. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, I tried convincing our, uh, who knows, he might be listening, so I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but uh, we, uh, all three of us know a guy that uh, I've been trying to convince to cook on the truck for years, and now he has the way to do it. You know, he's got, uh, he's at a company that he's got a big inverter in his truck. He's got an APU on his truck and what have you. And uh, he's like, well, you know, I can't cook. I can't cook. And I was like, yeah, you're full of crap. I've seen you cook at the house. You know, I said, it's just as easy to do it in the truck. You know, he's like, well, you know, I'd rather do this. I'd rather, you know, and I was like, well, you know, you're spending a fortune. Going well, in some and people, even if they're spending a fortune, they want to get out, and I understand. They want to get out of that truck. They want to be around some other people, and that's understandable. And if you know, and I'm like that sometimes. There's sometimes when I've been in that truck all day, I don't want to be in there eating dinner. I want to go somewhere else and eat. <laughs> yeah. So, but you can't do it every meal of every day, or you will go broke. You you have to have um, a little bit of balance between. Uh, making stuff off on the truck and and going in and eating, especially when you're a brand new driver, which is what this show is geared to, you're not making the most money as a first year driver. So you're going to have to think out of the box a little bit to save yourself some money. Um, and then you know a couple of times a week go in and sit down and and, and enjoy a meal that's out of the truck. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I get out of the truck a lot, and I mean, I go sit at, sit down at the uh, what I call the liar's counter, and um, and have a meal. But every now and then, I go in there and just have a glass of tea to get out of the truck, or a cup of coffee, or you know, something along those lines. Um, and of course, every now and then, I will go sit down and have a nice meal, uh, especially there's a couple of uh, 
there's a couple of restaurants I have a hard time driving past, uh, which I got the frequent one here the other day. Um, but, uh, you know, I've got to where, you know, I almost like my cooking better. Uh, well, I don't almost, mm-hmm. I mean, I really do, except with the exception of a few restaurants. You know, I, uh, I'm real picky on steaks and, uh, Melissa, you had one of my steaks that I cooked in the truck. Um, no. <laughs> was that, was that ever awesome? I mean, it was really, really, really good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And uh, you know I hunt, uh, I hunt and I fish. So I, um, y- you know I've made um, deer out, out here on the truck. I've uh, cooked wild hog roasts out here on the truck. Um, cooked, uh, uh, you know, saltwater fish. I usually saltwater fish. So I, you know, the um, <coughs> cooked speckled trout several times. Actually, that's what I made. Uh, uh, the ceviche out of was uh, speckled trout. I cooked elk out here on the truck. Um, you know, anything, um, you know, I'll, when I leave the house, it's not uncommon for me to throw a couple of th- take a couple of things out of the freezer and throw them in the truck and figure out how I'm going to cook it when it's, uh, you know, when I'm out here. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's just a matter of deciding you're going to do it and, uh, um, yeah, there's plenty of places out here to find easy recipes. You know, like I said, yeah, you know, walk down the, uh, you know, if you're afraid of cooking, I mean, literally walk over, pick up a piece of meat, and walk down the uh, aisle with all the ketchups and the barbecue sauces and all that. And like I said, Lowry's <coughs> makes a, uh, they make Hawaiian, and like I said, I mentioned Caribbean jerk. They make a steak and chop. You know, if you're afraid to do steak, put, I've used a steak and chop years ago. Uh, you know, throw that on a, a steak or a, or your hamburger or whatever. Throw it in there and cook it. I mean, it's literally that simple. Um, toss it in there. You know, put put. You know, toss one of those uh, uh, pre-made uh, sauces on there and throw it in a little cooker. Um, and of course, I you know I started cooking when I was a kid uh, just because I like to eat. But um, and then. My whole, almost every bit of my education on cooking has been trial and error because I like to eat and didn't want to go broke doing it. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I guess my message is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to get out there and try it. Uh, you know, uh, hit one of us up on uh, on our Facebook page. I'm, you know, I'll be happy to share some recipes. Or I've had people who were, you know, completely scared to cook, and I've uh, I've actually talked them through making some stuff on the phone. So, uh, yeah, hit one of us up. We'll be, ha- you know, or hit me up. I'll be uh, happy to, uh, you know, help you uh, figure out. You know, I mean, I can even help you figure out meals for a week. Uh, yeah. Usually I don't even know what I'm going to eat until I until I hit the grocery store. Uh, other than Zoodles, Zoodles is about a once a week thing. But um, the rest of the week, I, you know, I don't have a clue until I start. Uh, running through the vegetable aisle and running through the meat aisles and what have you and go, oh, hey, that sounds good, that sounds good, that sounds good. And uh, before I know it, you know, I've got a, got all my groceries and uh, then, you know, I figure out what the heck I'm going to make when I'm uh, when I'm riding down the road listening to a book or whatever. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to get um, a lot of this information up on Facebook. I'm going to put the other Facebook pages up that Everybody can go check out, and we'll put up some recipes and some ideas and stuff like that. So you can go to our Facebook page, uh, Trucking 101 on Audio Road, and check that out. We will get that up uh, by tomorrow night at the latest, for sure. Well, absolutely. I'm uh, I'm looking for that video uh, while we've been sitting here talking, and uh, <clears throat> if I can find it, I will... Uh... I will put it up on uh put it up on our Facebook page. And uh if not, I you know what I could probably make it again. It was oh, actually here it is right here. So yeah, I'll get it uh Yeah, yeah, I found it. Uh yeah, so I'll get it tossed up there. And 
if uh, if you look at it, and I, and I didn't put this in the description. I may be able to go in there and edit it, but uh, the seasoning you, that you see in the bag in the video is just Tony Sessories. I show the Tony Sessories afterwards. It's I, I just I had some that uh, was in a plastic bag, so that's um, uh, that's all it was. So and then I don't remember if I I don't remember if the video shows me putting garlic in that or not, but uh, but yeah, it's right here. It's a little short video. It's um, not even two minutes long. And uh, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's really tasty. So yeah, I'll get that one thrown up there. Awesome. Uh, well, I think we pretty much covered this with uh, like a wet blanket. Uh, if you guys have any questions, you know, you can go to the Facebook page and send us a message there, and we'll answer your questions and we'll get some information put up. But uh pretty much said all we can say about cooking on the truck it's really easy if you're afraid to do it just try uh you can do it without an inverter just go to the pie any pilot flying j whatever find those little lunchbox cookers i think they're right around like 30 bucks or something like that so not bad somewhere there and yeah somewhere right around there uh, and, and get those and you can do a lot with them you'd be surprised oh absolutely absolutely so should we shamelessly plug everything else Go ahead. Uh, Actually, I don't have all the information in front of me, so I'll let you do it. Uh, Hopefully, you have the information in front of you. Are you talking about the other podcast? Yes. Yeah, okay. There is a lot of other podcasts on this network. Uh, They're all really good, especially when you're new. They have a lot of good information. When you're new, you want to learn. That's your best strategy. So you can listen to us and you can listen to the other podcast. Uh, Rolling Toe is every Sunday at 8 p.m. I said that wrong. Rolling Toe. And uh, that's every Sunday at 8 p.m. with Kevin and Mike and Kevin Bucket, Beckett. Excuse me while I try and talk. Trucking with Authority with host Kenny Long, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, and Destination Health Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern with Kevin Rutherford and Kim Cockerham. So, Russ, unless you have anything else, uh, I'll go ahead and close it out with our favorite quote, and we'll call it a night. Sounds like a plan to me. Okay. Our favorite quote from our favorite best-selling author, Larry Wingett, do what you do, enough to become excellent at it. Otherwise, you don't. Good night, everybody. Thanks for calling in, and we will see you next week.